Hi, this is your mind ranting. I decided to go ahead and record another episode for today, Thursday, February 24th, 2022. And I was mainly inspired by this new book that I'm reading by uh, Lisa Feldman Barrett, Seven and a Half Things About the Brain. I absolutely love it. I tweeted um, a quote from the book and I at her as well. So maybe a little like from her would be nice. Even if she doesn't, she's she's already impacting my life. She's helping me reflect on some vulnerabilities that I went through as a child. And here's what I mean. There is a certain section in the book, um, Lesson 3, which entails the uh, the many the many factors that go into a child's brain when it's taking into account what makes up its environment. And, you know, she kind of puts the whole nature versus nurture argument to rest just for a little bit obviously an essay on how little brains work or infant slash child brains work isn't really gonna solve the whole nature versus nurture argument but it's never one or the other and what she had talked about was that that sometimes certain interactions certain factors such as poverty such as uh, social connections um, things of that nature can make or break a child some children when it's if it's caught early on if they're removed from such stressful situations that can be alleviated that can be reversed some children, on average, she had mentioned, don't have that capacity. And needless to say, it's a sad, unfortunate reality. I'm not sure. I'm not sure um, why society is okay with this, especially, uh, I think, especially in Los Angeles, seeing that there's an entire section of downtown Los Angeles being being run or just over flooded with homeless people, with people who need mental health um, intervention, who need a friend, who need someone to care for them. And I'll explain how this ties into baby brains and why I wanted to talk about this. Because I grew up in object poverty I grew up in not such ideal environments now that is I'm not going to blame it on my mother I'm not going to blame it on my family even to this day I, I can't blame any of them I can only press forward I can only take into account these experiences and see how they can make me better you know they were obstacles but they helped shape me helped shaped me become 
a less shitty person in a way and let me they they've helped me become a little bit more humble a little bit more gracious a lot more grateful for what what i've been given and to many people what i have you know especially with the the um the overabundance of wealth on social media and you know people living their absolute best lives what i might have might not pertain to many people many people might still consider it a form of poverty in a way even then i i still don't get it but i'm i'm absolutely happy where i'm at of course i would love to progress in the near future but i am focusing on the what not necessarily the when and obviously i'm remembering the why of why I wanted to do this podcast, not only as a, as a form of self-reflection, but hopefully as a form to let out these pent-up frustrations. So, my whole my whole spiel, I guess, what I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to get across is um, the fact that poverty, especially in the inner cities throughout this country. It's it's mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling that we're absolutely okay with it. And we can't necessarily blame, place the, the blame on society. We can place the blame on politicians. It takes practically a bunch of factors. It takes genetics. It takes society, environments. It takes opportunities. The education system that, you know, impoverished children go through. And I'm so glad to have received, you know, um, free lunches in school. I, I'm I'm ashamed to say this, but at the same time, I'm kind of happy that I was able to get free lunches at school. You know, I remember the free lunch ticket system I had in elementary and middle school. These tickets were like liquid gold. Sometimes it was the it was it was a really good meal sometimes it was bad but i was very grateful to have eaten that day because of those free meal uh meal tickets i couldn't afford some of the food carts that were there and i think that has helped shape me um as a person fortunately i had a great support system in a family outside of my mother as well. She worked really hard, but I had a great support system from my uh, grandparents and from some aunts and uncles. They did what they could despite having their own children to raise me. And, you know, we weren't the most well off, but we were well connected. And, you know, they showed me um, their love and their affection and, you know, despite being in these undesirable circumstances, I still felt the connection. I still felt the love um, from them. I'm still socially awkward. That could be a misstep on some communication between me and my social circle. I'm not very good with words. Uh, I'm not very good at collecting my thoughts. And it could be that my environment 
caused me to be this way. It could be my genetics that, you know, have labeled me as an introvert. As of right now, I'm just kind of pacing back and forth on what to say. Even though I have a mini script right in front of me, I have an idea of what I want to share. But sometimes I go off the script and because I am nervous, even behind this podcast, I am truthfully scared of being made fun of, ridiculed, and I have to learn to accept that because because of 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 the fact that I've gone through troubles, I've gone through these these struggles and I'm being very vulnerable. I remember even being vulnerable sharing a uh journal entry um in this podcast. I almost wanted to just stop. There are certain times where I will listen to these episodes myself and I know I should do a better job at editing them. I'm still learning this entire process. I'm I'm telling you when I started this, it was literally just me and, you know, the phone. I've upgraded to a set of uh of of a of a microphone, but that's about it. Not a very good microphone. But in due time, I want to progress. In, in due time, I want to remember these uh, very raw, these very nervous-sounding episodes. And so reading reading uh, Dr. Barrett's uh, uh, essays in her book and kind of reconnecting with the idea of, you know, these free lunches and, you know, the many opportunities that we should provide for um, for students and for children who are in poverty-stricken environments, it's very critical. I don't want children to end up like me emotionally and, and and socially. I don't like being socially awkward, but I can't help it. I feel like there's some days where I just feel like I can't perform at being a human being. I feel like and I'm I'm a pretty big guy, but I feel intimidation sometimes from people looking at me. And for all I know, they're probably just trying to say hi. Because that's, you know, the common thing. And and that could be that that's the shielding this 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 fight or flight sequence that I always get my neurotransmitters and my neuromodulators, which is another fun term to learn. Thanks, neuroscience. It's these these uh these chemical compounds that are out of whack with who I am supposed to be and you know, my environment and my genetics might have a huge part to do with that. And so and it's not every single case that'll be like this, but at the same time I think it's very important for us to look at these at these homeless people and realize, Hey, they're people too. You look at these children who are impoverished, who are uh, malnourished, these children who live in these inner cities and who live in these 
terrible conditions and a majority of them do live in these terrible conditions i I would love for you to drive by any um any of these low income um households there's plenty in los angeles you can definitely drive through if you ever gone outside of downtown los angeles or uh up in the valley if you step out from hollywood rodeo drive um you you are more than welcome to come take a look at what there is here. Now, I haven't been that low in a position, and I'm very fortunate, but we were pretty close, my family and I, for a very long time. And I can only imagine that lower rung of society, what it does to a child's brain, what it does to a person who wants a little bit of hope. Yes, this life, this world... Uh, we're supposed to become self-reliant and we're supposed to learn to dig ourselves out of our holes. Um, but at the same time, there is a mental health crisis that's been looming. Not just be, not just because of COVID. COVID heightened it, yes. But there are many people who have gone through this exponentially. And I feel like we need to prevent kids from turning out like me or turning out as socially anxious as people who feel like they don't deserve better people who defeat themselves because they feel silly once again it's genetics it's environment but maybe there is something we can do i don't know maybe for me it's sharing a couple bits of wisdom to people or to students that I will end up working with. It could be that me bettering myself, educating myself, and presenting what I have to share to others might help break a cycle of poverty, at least within myself. So you need to find out. I implore you, I encourage you to find out what you can do to to provide to provide yourself the tools to break this mold of poverty. And we're not trying to say that everyone can be a, a, a bajillionaire and a millionaire. I would love for it to work that way, but I don't know enough to say that that can happen. I would love to believe it. A healthy delusion is fine if it helps you power through obstacles, but by that same token, um, I don't know if we can all end up being millionaires and make this world a lot better. So I will try to find a solution. I suggest you do the same. Okay. That's all I really wanted to rant about. I wanted to open up a little bit more this time around. Um, and look at this. I, I got this this need to share this this need to ramble, this need to rant about poverty from a neuroscience book. It's a small book, yes. It's a collection of seven essays, seven and a half essays on the way the brain works. And just that one section, essay three, about how little brains are formed and shaped um, has inspired me to share this. So, yeah. Okay, as always, please take care of yourselves. I want you to really think about 
if you ever been in the mold of poverty, if you ever felt this way, you know, the constant worry of whether you're going to eat or this constant worry of if you're going to be able to break out of a cycle and what you have done to help yourself get out of there. I mean, if you're more than welcome, share it in a journal or share it in a comment to a friend. Maybe maybe you'll get an idea of how to break that mold for other people. We got to do it without judging and without criticizing. We got to do it with love and compassion for our fellow human beings. And I know I talk shit about a lot of my fellow human beings, but I talk shit about myself as well because I am a biased freak, an animal, an outcast at times. But I think that's going to help me make make me better so I can be as Marcus Aurelius would say, I'm paraphrasing, you know, you have to be lenient with others and harsh and critical towards yourself. Okay? Until next time, have a wonderful day.